We made USAA insurance to help you save. Take advantage of discounts when you cover your home and your ride. Discover how we're helping members save at USAA.com slash bundle. Restrictions apply. Please stand clear of the doors. Guys, I know we're sitting here on the monorail. I just had this great epiphany. What if we start a podcast? About what? Can we do it on bears? No, on Disney. That's too much Epcot. I'll pass. Welcome to episode 100 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. Today is our 100th episode, so we won't be covering history. Uh, we're, we are going to be answering fan questions and playing some fun clips from past shows. Mm-hmm. Before we get started, let's rate our show. This joke, we're not going to rate our show. <laughs> Ten. Ten's all across. I give it a six. No, I was going to say, wait a minute, what's Alex say? Yeah, Alex. <laughs> oh, you know, six and a half. <laughs> Dane, right now, you know, we got some questions going on in chat. When is the e-ticket game coming back? And I think oh that's something gosh. that we do need to have in there is the e-ticket I game. I did enjoy that game a lot. I re-listened the episode where we had the original, and I did like it, and I'm going to bring it back when I need filler. What do you mean bring it back? I think that we should... The next uh, time I do it, when I need filler for Magic Kingdom. Yeah, I think that'll be a, that was a fun game, and I, and I got a lot of response back from people saying that, that they did like that game. I guess we'll go ahead and get right into it, huh? Because we have a lot of things to talk about. Uh, which one of us is the biggest WDW fan? So, what does WDW I, stand for? <laughs> so it's definitely not Alex. <laughs> uh, so, which one of us is the biggest Disney fan? Uh, I think without a question, Alex. Right? Uh huh. Let's all say. Let's all say who the biggest fan is. Who we think the biggest fan is? Okay. You ready? Yeah. One, two, three. Jen. 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 <laughs> so i think all of us agree jen is the biggest disney fan yeah she she's the one that got me into disney her you know and her husband they're the ones that got me into disney they're the ones who you know back when i was 18 oh my gosh 20 years ago they were like hey if we buy you an annual pass will you go to disney with us and i was like sure and that we bought the annual pass over at downtown disney at the time and i remember there's like there was like a shop there where you can buy the passes and they bought me one of those passes and it was like you know a little card you put in your like a little um paper card that you put in your wallet and they bought me a pass and and that weekend i believe they got me the annual pass you know and we all stayed at coronado i think it was and we ate at ohana i think that was all the same night that was the week that was that weekend i think so yeah oh wow yeah i think a hurricane was coming too like a, no, like a, didn't no. you, didn't we, that was before you're getting a bunch of trips mixed up. May, possibly. That was a long I know time you ago. are. You, I know you're getting a bunch of trips mixed up because you had a pass before we had our oldest. Uh, who thinks the second biggest Disney fan? Definitely not Alex. That would Joe. have to be me for sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's kind what of some- made Alex get into Disney then if we know that. Okay. So here's how, here's how this goes. So I'm the biggest. Everyone agreed. Yeah. And then we brought you in. It's like mm-hmm. a it's like a drug addict. You know, here, just try a little bit of this. <laughs> and and just see if you like it a little bit. And then you go in full force. Cause I feel like of recently, you know, you definitely do more Disney-esque stuff than I do. And it could just be because of the, you know, where we're at in our respective lives that, you know, I don't have as much time or whatever. But um then you come in and and you're just like, give me more, give me more, give me more. And then here's Alex. So so how did Alex get into this is what I want to know. I would say through Joe. So it's kind of like a coaching tree where you got the head coach guy <laughs> and then he has an assistant coach becomes a coach. And then that guy has assistant coach which becomes a coach. So in a way, it's because of Jen because she got Joe into it. And I think because Joe was, was into it and our families like to hang out because he's my brother-in-law and everything. 
And my wife loves Disney as well, but she never really went a lot. So that kind of opened the door for us to go as well. Yeah, and not only that, I, I when I when you guys first got me into Disney, I wasn't like still, I wasn't that huge of a fan. I wasn't like going all the time, you know. Uh, I would say 2006 is when you know um, I started going a lot with Mel. We were going all, all the time. I mean, what better thing to do on a weekend than to go hit up a park, you know, and walk around and go ahead and eat around the world or go ahead and ride or you know attractions and watch shows and stay out there. Uh, let's get to the next question. Uh, yeah, what is your Disney guilty pleasure? Do you guys have Alex, one? Alex, you want to go ahead? You go ahead. Yeah, go first. I have yeah you go first. Sure, I have one already. Uh, so I'm like, you know, I'm kind of a big guy. I have a beard. But man, do I love some teen girls Disney shows. <laughs> <laughs> I get way too invested in Liv and Maddie, uh, Jesse, and Austin and Allie is another show we've been starting to watch as well. And uh, yeah, so that would definitely be my Disney guilty pleasure. Okay, so mine is kind of, I guess, it's pretty, pretty embarrassing. Once again, I'm a pretty big guy overall, you know, I'm, ex- I'm just tall, you know, I'm mm-hmm. overall a pretty big guy. And I'm a huge fan of Hallmark movies. I love Hallmark movies, right? And, and I know Hallmark is not Disney, right. but, you know, this really in Discord chat, you know, some people have been kind of giving me a lot of, you know, stuff because I like the Mighty Ducks, like the Mighty Ducks. TV show. I like the Mighty Ducks TV show. I like Big Shot, you know, and it's because they're cheesy and I, that's, they're cheesy shows. And uh, I like the cheese. You know, I, I like cheese. I like to eat cheese. And I also like to watch cheese. So <laughs> it's kind of kind of similar to you. We kind of watch like weird shows that really don't fit our, I guess, like stereotype, I guess you can say. I don't know. How about you, Jen? Um, I would say my default guilty pleasure is Disney music. I think that's that's one that it's I can probably tell you 98 to 99% of Disney soundtracks as soon as they start um you know it's my go-to like workday music I'm sure that my family gets sick of it. Okay Alex you want to get to the clip? Yeah, let's go to a clip here. Uh people who are fans and listen to a lot listen to it for a while, you may remember this clip. Uh Joey came on our show to tell us about how he liked Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railroad. So, Joey, um, I heard you rode a new ride recently. Yes, sir. <clears throat> Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Rail Cart. The ride is... So, here's the deal. It's cute. If you got kids that are like, I don't know, once they hit the ripe old age of like 10, they're going to be bored by this ride. Okay. It is very boring. You hop on the ride, and you go in the first room, and it's Goofy. And, hey, funny story. Goofy mm-hmm. drives the train like my alcoholic uncle drives his car. <laughs> Horribly. So, I get it. I get it. Oh, no, we blew through a screen, and wow, I didn't see that coming for the fourth time. I get it. And then you go in the next room, and then there's like, hey, look, they're at a picnic, but now they're not. And then for some weird reason, you go, and and now there's a volcano. And then I can't figure out why we're in a dance studio, and Daisy is teaching us to dance. Where the (laughs) heck did that come from inorganically? (laughs) There's nothing organic about that. It was the dumbest thing in the world. I'm like, okay, so first we're at a picnic. Goofy kidnapped us, and now Daisy's teaching us to dance. And now we're back in the GD train. None of this makes sense. None of this is organic. This is absolute. This is literally like the worst M. Night Shyamalan twist I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> so, so I'm going to take it you didn't like the ride. I hated it. I absolutely hey, hated it. I was pretty, in line 35 minutes and I got to meet the CEO. That's pretty People bad, like, man. it's visually stunning. And I'm like, so are fireworks. But I don't want to be three feet from them. <laughs> man, but it's Mickey, man. It says Mickey has his own ride finally. He has his own ride. That's awesome. Guess what took 91 years? <laughs> Getting Mickey his own. You know what? You're not going to have to bleep me. I apologize. Oh, you're so angry about Mickey. <laughs> it's, it's, it, dude, it makes me mad. The and edge. the truth is, it's it's Mickey. It's cool. I get it. But if you're going to wait 91 years to give the GD Roden a ride, at least do him a favor. My gosh, dude. It's like so bad. It's so, like, give him a roller coaster. I, I would go on the Barnstormers. I would ride the Barnstorm as a 47-second roller coaster a dozen times before I would go on that ride once. I can't wait to ride it. <laughs> I hope I'm wrong. Yo, That's yo, all I want. I, want, I, I want really to... hope that I'm wrong. I hope that you guys love the ride, and I hope you enjoy it. I... Because I don't want everybody to... Uh, I want to... Be this mad? <laughs> no. Yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not lying with you. I want to ride it with you, Joey. 
I just want no, to. You don't. No, I, you, you don't. Know. Because I don't want you to get trespassed from the Magic Kingdom or whatever the hell park it's in. You know, no, it happened, Joey. If when I, if I bet you riding it with you will make my experience that much better. No, it's going to be, like, be funny it, because it'll be like, you know, what it'll be is it'll be like if Mystery Science Theater 3000 was reviewing <laughs> that ride. It's going to be me and two robots calling you a mother effer. It's all it's going to be. That ride sucks, man. Do, do they do that the automatic sucks. pictures? No. What are they going to take your picture of? I don't There's know. No throw moments. There's no hill. <laughs> I was just I hoping. The South Park. I was just hoping we could find a picture. Of you in line? <laughs> hoping to find a picture of you, like all brownie face sitting there. No, it, it'd be me checking emails because I'm bored as fuck. <laughs> I'm bored as heck. Yeah. Good lord, I think I wrote a contract for a for a piece of property. Hey, I have a I question. Sold a house while I was on that oh. ride. I was so bored. So, did the people that you went with? Did they like it or no? Mm-mm. And so then I look at the other guy that I was with and I'm like, bro, he's like, it is what it is. And like the fact that we all had to get off of it, like it was a sympathy lay. Like literally we were all doing the walk of shame. Like did we really get here at six in the morning for this? And we're all depressingly walking away from it. Like we just made a horrible life decision. Joe was kind of angry. I was angry. He was a Joe. lot angry. That was amazing. What do you yeah. think he'd rate that ride? <laughs> oh gosh, like, like a three. But yeah, you know, uh, this I had this announcement for later on in the show. But I, I talked to Joey today, and he's uh, he's gonna start coming back on and doing, you know, his come come on a couple times a a month and do his segment because we do miss Joey. He gets a little crazy sometimes, but we do miss him. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait for him to come back on more fr- frequently. Oh, Dana, Dana is saying in chat, give us the history on Mickey's Runaway Railroad and have Joey come on. <laughs> and don't even tell him. Don't even tell him. Just tell him he's going to be on an episode. And- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't even tell him what the topic is. Like, hey, Joey, man, we, we, uh, come on. We're going to do like uh, um, Canada, you know, World Showcase. And he comes on. It's Mickey Runaway Railroad. He'll probably just leave. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go to the next question. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so if you could ride one attraction all day, which one would you pick? Okay, go ahead, Alex. I would ride Everest all day. It's one of my favorite rides at Disney. We hit Animal Kingdom just to ride it. We don't do anything else there. We just hit Everest and then go to a park we're going to the further day. And if I had to ride a ride, you know, all day, I think that would be it. Really, not the People Mover. Definitely not the People Mover. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not Jungle Cruise. No, no, Rock and Roller Coasters is a close second for sure. Okay. Uh, my ride over at Magic Kingdom is going to be Big Thunder, Big Thunder Mountain. I can ride that all day. I uh, enjoy Thunder Mountain. Uh, that's one that, you know, just recently, about a couple of years ago, I started riding and it's uh, became my favorite. And I, I don't think I'm, you know, the only one that thinks that. I think a lot of people, that's like one of their favorite rides is Thunder Mountain. So how about you, Jen? So I, I have to ask, and this is not me being like, I don't know, bougie, whatever you want to call it, but does it have to be Disney World or can I pick Disneyland? Whatever, whichever one. Yeah, it's, just any, any attraction. So it's going to be Mission Breakout at Disneyland. Oh, okay. Because I laugh, even though I probably have seen every different scenario with it, I still laugh so hard at that every single time. Yeah, and you've told me about that. It's one of those rides that you, you, you've been on it multiple times in a day, right? Yeah, very. Uh, poor, I don't even know how many. Um, but the way that Max Pass used to be set up, you could ride it um multiple times. You know, like more than two or three. So, um, gosh, I think alone on our last trip, we probably rode it ten times, maybe. Oh my gosh, that's a lot. That's crazy. Okay, next question: If you, if one festival had to go which one would you pick and i'm sorry i read this question wrong right so uh which one would go yeah i read which one would you go to oh so, yeah I, we're the same I, I, answer I for understand your answer here alex like i have no idea what is going on right now what i'm now that i re- i read it out loud and i see your answer i'm getting angry but what? go ahead alex okay so- wait no 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 hold on hold on hold on let's uh, alex says the controversial answer so let's start with you joe okay the one that would have to go, so we got the uh, food and wine, right? Mm-hmm. And we got art festival. Yeah. And I would say the garden festival would have to go, from my opinion, which I like them all. I like all the festivals, you know? It would be the garden festival. Because, I mean, art festival is cool. I love art, right? I mean, art's a huge part of Disney with the cartoon. I mean, with the cartoons and, yeah. an, you know, animations and all that. Um, so it would have to be the garden festival. And I have bad allergies, so go ahead, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> See... 
I'm kind of I'm kind of torn here because I really don't know if the festival of the holidays at Epcot brings anything like the food side of that Ooh, and everything. Yeah. I, I don't really care for that, but is the candlelight processional attached to that? I don't think so. Cause candlelight processional has been around way longer. So that would stay, but the rest of it could go in my opinion, because you know, it's, it's just kind of, there's so many other things going on. I don't need the festival of the holidays to add to it. It's just mm-hmm. chaos. I guess you're right. I mean, there's a lot of things going on during the holidays. So I, I can understand that for sure, but come on, man, the cookie walk, a cookie walk. <laughs> I want to okay. do the alcoholic beverage walks, well, not a cookie yeah, walk. Sure. I like cookies. Cookies are so delicious. Steve said he'll walk for some cookies. I'll walk for cookies all day. Oh, free cookies, like the yeah. Two, like, but that's the best free. part. You walk and you eat cookies. So like the cookies don't even matter because you're walking it off. <laughs> Go ahead, Alex. Let's hear this one. This one's the dumbest answer ever in the world. Well, I really don't know about all of Like she said holiday festival. I like I forgot that was even a festival. Food, I mean, I selected food and wine. It's the most the, best, like the best one, the most famous one. The, the one the, that started it all. It's the yeah. least one that I would go to. Why? Do you oh, not like food? Do, do I like food? Yes. Do I like paying for food? No. So therefore, I'm not oh going to utilize any of it. So get it out of here. I'm not going to go pay extra money to try something that may or may not be good. That, I would rather good. go with my eyes, look at garden stuff and look at art stuff that I can look up at a distance for free. But the point is you get to expand, you have the potential to expand your palate by doing a smaller size portion instead of going to, you know, um, uh, a Greek restaurant and taking the chance and buying a $15 entree, you can buy a $5 portion that you and Christina can split. Maybe you like it. Maybe you don't, maybe you never have to order it again, or maybe you're seeking out Greek restaurants when you go home. Definitely sure. not. It's very true. Definitely, it's definitely, definitely true. But you know, the only <laughs> knock I have on food and wine is that when I get to a point <laughs> where I like something small, like I get my, I get my, you know, like what five dollar little plate of like, like steak and uh-huh. whatever potatoes. I'm like, this is the best thing ever. I need to go. I need to like have like a full meal of it. I wish right. I, sh- I should be able to go into like a restaurant right by there, even that booth, and be able to pay like twenty bucks and get like a full on meal. But then you defeat the purpose of food and wine because then you're full. No, no, I can still eat after that. <laughs> <laughs> it depends. Are you working out to go to food and wine? Would, uh, like you work I, out to. So what I would have to do in that case is I would have to work out and not eat for the whole day until food and wine. Like I don't have, I, I can't eat breakfast, can't eat lunch. Yes. Okay. Next question, Alex. You want to read this one? Sure. Uh, Neil sent in a question. He says, "Here's a question for the hundredth podcast. I recently read an article detailing why a villain's theme park wouldn't work." specifically because it would be too dark for Disney. Does the Diz his team agree with this or disagree? If you agree, do you think there's any way that Disney could spin the villain park in a good light to keep the message of happiness and magic at Disney? Hmm. Oh, there's no doubt about it. I think they can. In my, in my, in my opinion, I think they can. Yeah, yeah. Imagineers, I think, I, I disagree because I think Imagineers could easily add in bright colors and fun themes that are not scary for villains. They could also have some areas that are scary for the more, the more scarier villains like Maleficent and Cruella. But there are plenty of villains that have bright colors associated with them or funness associated with them as well. So I I don't think that a an independent, like a, a just a park specifically catering to villains, I don't think it would work for a couple of reasons. One, I, I don't think that you would have the perpetual crowd to support that. Um, you know, there's always going to be a sect of people who would absolutely love that, but I don't think that you would have the volume after, you know, the initial, you know, wow of it opening. I think you'd be better off with a land. If you, could put a at a land on somewhere that was specifically, you know, towards like the villain side of Disney that could sustain itself. But cause then you could, you know, you just walk on by if your family didn't care for it, but not an entire park. I can't see how that would work. Yeah. I, I, I kind of understand what you're saying. I think a land would probably be a little bit better, like a villain land because the park would be a little bit too much. Maybe, you know, I, of course, I think I would go to it obviously. Uh, uh, but I think that, you know, just like you said, I think a lot of people will go to it at first. Like a lot of people like, Oh, new park. We need to go. Right. And I think people would go, I get, uh, I'm I not get sure that. how it would hold up in the long run. I think honestly, I think it would be fine overall. 
Um, and then he's also saying, you know, how can they have a park for something so dark, you know, cause Disney's everything's like all happy and cheery and happy endings. Right. And I was, at, I did a virtual spotlight with Samantha from semantics. Oh, also she's on Tom and Dan yeah. you know, over here in central Florida on real radio, 104.1. And she, we were talking about Corella, right. And how, I mean, they are about to make a positive spin on her character. Because they, they, you know, the film's coming out, and how can you make such a positive spin on a character who pretty much kills animals? Is That's it a true. positive spin, or is it just a uh, look behind why she is who she is? Well, I yeah, guess it's gonna... an origin. It's an origin story, right? Yeah, yeah, and you know, it's all, all almost goes back. To, all goes back to you know every. There's always two sides of the story, so I'm right. really interested to find out her story and to see the, the spin that Disney puts on her yeah, story. It looks really good. It does look really good. I almost guarantee, almost guarantee by the end of the story, we're going to feel bad for her somehow. I have no idea, but somehow we're going to feel bad for I her. I thought you were going to say, that's what, that's what you're going to do. They're going to say by the end of the story, you too will want to kill Dalmatians. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how they're going to do it. I have no idea, but I, they, I mean, I'm sure they're going to. They're going to be like, oh, well, maybe Sam and I, we were talking about how they can't put a positive spin on that. Like, I mean, how can you put a positive spin on it? Right. But I guess they're going to try to make us feel that way, I guess. I don't know. We got another clip here. This one is Jen, and it's about how she got stuck on a ride once. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, We were stuck for quite a while when we were at Six Flags in California because they had somebody had to walk up all those stairs to come and oh tell us. Oh, my gosh. Had to tell you you were and... stuck? I think you could tell you were stuck. <laughs> so, but that one was. <laughs> Excuse me, guys, then... you're stuck. That was the only one because we were really high up when it got stuck. And then <laughs> he's laughing because some guy had to walk up there and be like, guys, you're what did he do after he told you you were stuck? He's like, they started yelling because they're like, oh, my God, we're stuck. <laughs> so, well, they had to they started back up. We didn't even have to get off that ride. We got to ride it again immediately. After I don't know if I would do hole. that. That was an early gen episode. Oh. You didn't keep keep it going, didn't I say? Are you still on that ride? Because she said she got to keep on going on the ride. Like, how'd she get off? That, he was hanging. That had to have been such an early episode because that story is so much better than I even said it. Like, there's so <laughs> many things left out of that that particular story. So that had to have been a early episode. Nervous Jen not wanting to do anything. Yeah, it was an early what episode, else, but I thought that was what a really else happened. Clip. Oh, you didn't. Okay. So that ride, that particular ride was the like the biggest um, roller coaster on the West Coast at that time. Right. Mm -hmm. But the biggest drop. And so I'm kind of terrified of that at that time. Just the thought of doing that. And so my husband and I see, I can't remember if I said this in there or not, but he is like, we are at Six Flags and we are parked and we are, he is going to get me on that ride first. And like yeah. the, my anxiety is building because this is like, we are up at the butt crack of dawn. We are like running through the park to get to this ride. And so we, we get on there and now my anxiety is built and it's built and it's built and the tears are just coming because there's nothing else I can do. And so I'm crying. He's ignoring me <laughs> and dragging me on this ride because he's doing what I now do to my children, which is this, you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine afterwards. You're going to love it. You're going to be fine. Right. So now it's full blown, ugly cry tears streaming down my face. Nobody cares because it's six flags, right? Nobody's checking on me. Am I a victim of like domestic abuse? And am I, am I being kidnapped? Am I, what, what is, <laughs> I mean, I am crying. Nobody uh -huh. cares throw her on the ride so <laughs> we get half we get up and now you know they take a picture on this ride you haven't i don't but here's why so the very first thing you do is go up the lift hill and you go down the big drop and so they take your picture halfway down so this picture has got to be priceless right probably snot running off my face you know and because <laughs> we're going down at full speed you know not even caring about anything and that's the when we got stuck on that lift on that brake run. And mm -hmm. we were high up because, you know, the thing is kind of like swaying back and forth. And it's so, swaying? yeah, because you oh stopped God. suddenly. Oh so you're kind of, you know, moving like this because you're pretty high up. And so we were stuck there for a while and, and 
he probably knows more. He probably remembers more of the details than I do because I was so traumatized. And all he wanted was that picture. He, it could have cost <laughs> him $200. He was going to buy that picture. <laughs> and so, of course, you know, we go through the ride. And the reason we got to write it again is because they had slowed it down. Um, well, after you hit the brake run, you know, you never got that speed up again to like get the full experience. So when we pulled into the station, they're like, hey, we're going to send you guys again. So we go again. And of course, now I'm over my fear because it's not really that bad of a drop and everything. Mm -hmm. And so then of course it's a better picture yeah. and we never got the opportunity oh, to see the first, you know, wow. ugly snotty. Oh picture. man. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. You, you guys do push people hard to get on rides. You pushed me for like 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> I finally got on on my own. <laughs> Which one is that? Cause there's still rides we're trying to push you on. Yeah, talking I mean, about Space big Mountain, th Big Thunder, Space. You no, know, yeah, well, yeah, Space Mountain. Uh, but Big Thunder and Mine Train. When I first started going on, I was like, "These are fun. I like them." Slinky Dog was fun. That was a blast. I was kind of worried about that one, but I mean, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> Wait, why are you worried about Slinky Dog? I mean, because because it looked at the time, it looked really like a big drop to me. <laughs> Thirty foot drop, forty foot drop. But I know, but I love it. I love it. Uh, I love I love Slinky Dog. I love Mine Train. I love all the rides. So. Uh, can we get to the next question? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So best snack or eatery, Alex, I love the sweet and spicy chicken and waffles you get at sleepy hollow refreshments and Liberty square. So eatery, I mean, I guess, cause I wrote on mine, I was like, that's a meal right Not really a snack. Uh, but I, I mean, yes, I, I don't know. I didn't, yeah, I didn't really, I just picked something I love. I know you love that. And I was there the first time you actually had that. Yeah, yeah. And I haven't been there since the Liberty Square has been updated because they have all the seating now, probably. Oh, over there now. Okay, yeah, because it gets really crowded in that area. Yeah, so now they have all the updated. Now they did all the refurbishment around there, and I haven't been there since. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine, I love the hamburger spring rolls, like the egg roll type things over. It's in Adventureland. They're delicious. I also really like the blue milk in uh, Galaxy's <coughs> Edge. You don't like it? Oh my god, it's horrible! What's wrong with you? I love it. I think it tastes oh, so good. I love awful. the texture. I love like the little, oh. you know, little ice chunks in her in it. I, oh come on, it's not that bad. Get out of here! It's awful. It's you think it's awful? So bad. Come on, come on. I, I think it's pretty good. How about you, awful. Jen? Uh, I am a churro person. I really am. Really? I've never mm -hmm. seen you eat a churro. <laughs> Just because, I mean, if you're talking snack, I don't, I mean, we don't like stop and get snacks a lot, but I do. If, if that would be my go-to, like, let me get a churro. Okay. What's the next one here? If you could do redo one episode, which one would it be? And Alex and I both agree on this one haunted mansion. Yeah. Just cause it was our first episode. We didn't know what we were doing and what we didn't do. You know, we didn't have our format all the way, the way it is now. We were new to it. I feel like mm -hmm. we re redid that episode. I think we could redo the episode probably in a year or so. Yeah, I think so too. And uh, it'd be worth it. And yeah, overall, we're still kind of new to the whole podcasting thing. I mean, oh, 100 yeah. episodes really not that. I mean, it's a big accomplishment, right? But uh, I mean, some of these other podcasts that have been around for a long time. They they are they are they have a lot more than yeah. we do, obviously. Uh, so we're still so, kind of new and young in our podcasting uh, adventure, I guess. So then what if you, what if you go back and on these really, really early ones, you know, which of course you start off with the big, you know, the bigger, um, more well-known rides. What if you went back and almost did like a addendum to it, if you will, like you, you know, play like specific clips and then kind of expand on it a little bit more on those just to yeah. kind of, we can do like remastered, like remix. There you go. His remix. I think I'd rather just redo it all together. <laughs> you guys skipped a question. What I'm looking at. Yeah, we Hold did. On. That's okay. Sorry about that. That's all right. Which we... question did we skip? The is there any ride that you three don't like to go on? Oh, I don't see that one on mine. Okay. Yeah. Um, better refresh. Go ahead, Alex. A ride that I won't go on. I went on it. I think once or twice is Epcot's Mission Space. <laughs> I definitely will not go on that ride ever again. Probably. Why not? I just don't like it. I didn't like it. I, I went on it before. I didn't really like it. But then I started liking roller coasters. So I was like, oh, I'll go on again. And I still didn't like it. Okay. How about you, Jen? So have you guys ever had to like 
have them stop a ride or anything mm. like to get taken off of a ride? The no. only time when I was on a ride, they had to stop a ride is one time with my sister, my sister, Danielle. She was like, we were on Back to the Future at Universe Studios and she was like screaming like crazy and they had to stop the ride. But my fear comes before the ride. When I'm on the ride, I'm like all in on it. I love it. It's great. I'm like, oh, this is the best ever. It's the whole anxiety that I, I have like really bad anxiety of the pre-ride going on is what gets me. But go ahead, Jen. Sorry the reason I, I the, no, no. The reason I asked that, there's a reason. Because I have had to have them stop a ride to get me off of it. Yeah. And it was mission space. <laughs> and I'm not an anxious person. I'm not a, you know, I can usually talk myself down and be like, I can make it through this. I'm not going to die. It's not going to kill me. I, the last time I hadn't gone on it in years and I went probably last year oh my and, gosh. um, or maybe 2019 and we, we were like, okay, let's just go on it. I should be okay. Everything's fine. Nope. Big no. Like the door closed, the thing went over my chest and I started getting like every single possible symptom of anxiety that you could get to the point where I'm now banging on the door. Like, let me out, let me out. And my kids are there and they're like, <laughs> what's wrong with you? Cause they have never seen me flip out like that. And so I did that walk of shame. And then I'm, I'm immediately embarrassed afterwards, you know, kind of sitting there kind of dejected in the, you know, as you're waiting for them to get off. And of course they're fine and everything's wonderful and la-di-da, but how embarrassing, right? So I'll never get on that ride again. I won't even attempt it. Uh, no. No. I, is there any other rides that give you that feeling? Nope. Really? It's just the, it's the tightness of it. Mm, there's some rides that kind of, they're kind of tight. I know uh, Flight of Passage you can get kind of tight on that on the little thing that you ride, right? Yeah, because not like that. Much. No, I guess not. I haven't been on Mission Space. I don't think I've you never like been it. On it. What? I don't think you'd like it. Why? I don't think you could make it through. I bet you I can make it through. All right. Well, next time we go, Epcot. We we buy we buy me something. You you have fun. <laughs> I'll buy you a churro. You buy me a churro? Yeah. I'm definitely going on. You go on it. I, I'll, I'll, hold the, I'll hold the churro while you guys no. go, and then I'll eat it. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going on it. I'm just going to send Joe on. <laughs> uh, me, I don't like. I mean, uh, no. If I if I've been on a ride, I'll go on it again. Uh, there's nothing really I would say I wouldn't go on that I've been on already at the parks. So I know a ride you wouldn't go on again. Virtual Space Mountain. I would go on that now, no problem. It's not that that was that was a long time ago. <laughs> that was a real how old was I, Jen? 18, 19 when I when we went there? I would definitely <laughs> go on that now. You were an adult. That's the point. You were an adult. Uh yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> a young adult. Does that count as young adult? 18? I would right? count as a young oh, adult. adult. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of baby adult. Like a little baby adult. <laughs> okay, what's the next question? We got another clip? We got another clip. We got a clip. Uh okay. we got a clip. I had a piece some some stuff together because this happened over a span of probably 25 30 minutes 30 minutes of the whole episode joe just would not stop talking about bears i love bears <laughs> well it seems like back in like 1970 or whatever or near 1970s around that time the bears were like mass like they were like a big deal right mm -hmm. overall like the bear theme was like the thing so yeah. think about this think about like the Mar like the avengers and superheroes right that's like bears back in 1970 that's a stretch what do you mean that's a stretch Bears, just generally speaking, bears. People the love bears. They love the bears. Yeah, the bears, the bears. Yeah, but they, but they love bears. You're gonna find out here some more about it too, right? About how much like bears were like such a big theme back in that those times that they're gonna go ahead and build the whole resort around bears, right? So that resort was being was being built in the Sequoia National Park, and that the the, the Sequoia National Park is full of bears. So that would be the correlation. Uh-huh. Yeah. Not because bears are cool in the 70s. Well, it sounds like <laughs> bears were cool in the 70s. On October 1st, 1971, the country bear Jamboree opened its doors for the first time in Magic Kingdom. It received such positive feedback that Imagineers immediately planned to make a replica show to be placed in Disneyland. So do you see, look how popular it was. The bears are a hit. 
But Joe, you have to understand, it's not the bear factor of it that made it popular <laughs> in the 70s. It's the fact that they were audio animatronic. Yeah, bears. I know, but they were bears, if, though. But and if they were, they audio were bobcats or they were chimpanzees or they were rats, it'd still be just as cool. You think so? Yeah. I yeah. Think, the I think, country rat jamboree. And we would still be talking about it the same way. It'd be, it could be possums. Like Lester's possum thing. Like, like, like a, a, goofy, a goofy movie. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, but it's I don't know. Tight. But bears are... I rem- go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say bears have always been popular, though, right? I don't know. I don't know where you get this <laughs> okay, idea. What, what do you mean where, where I get this idea? Okay, we got Care Bears. Okay. 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 Care Bears. Yes. And then we got uh, Gummy Bears. Oh, okay. I okay. Think, I think Care Bears are from Gummy Bears. That's where their idea came from. Okay. But how about we got um, Baloo the Bear and Rescue Rangers and all them? I mean, bears has been popular, right? They're popular. There's no bears and Rescue Rangers. Disney, what you call? Yeah. yeah. Baloo. Baloo. He's like the, he's the pilot. Mm-hmm. That's Tailspin. Oh, yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> yeah, she's right. I was thinking Tailspin. <laughs> and and, and well, gummy bears and all those other bears are from the 80s. I know, but I'm just saying bears have been popular. That, that the history, right? History of time. Bears history have been popular. Time. Have been very popular. Just look at the California flag. Has a bear. Hey, I have a bear on my shirt. Oh. Where's it from? From the sequoias. Oh, yeah. And what is Winnie the Pooh? It's the same. What is he, um, a bear, though? Well, I was going to say, what type of animal is Winnie the Pooh? A bear. A <laughs> bear. He is a bear. Okay. <laughs> hey, teddy bears? Huge. <laughs> right? You don't see teddy possums. You don't see, you know, teddy uh, frogs. Yeah. Teddy bears. Yeah. Build, build the bears. That's how big bears are. There are right? other animals that you can build and build a bear. Yeah, but it didn't start out build a whole bunch of animals. <laughs> it didn't start out it didn't start out build miscellaneous stuffed animals, right? It's build a bear. That's where it was. It started out bears and then he branched out. I bet you, listen, out of all those out of all those different animals that they have, do you know I bet you the most popular one to get is? The shark. <laughs> bears. Okay. So listen, I see Dane's in chat right now. And he's saying that I have too much no- bear knowledge now. Well, guess what, Dane? You're about to get learnt right now. Okay. <laughs> Bears also help to clean up carcasses, and as predators, they help keep populations such as deer and moose in balance. Bears are also a good indicator species. Bears need a variety of habitats to survive, and thus managing what? What did I write there? What does it say? <laughs> And thus, managing habitat for bears benefits many other species, including humans. So they really help us out a lot. That's why we love them. They help us. That would have been a lot more convincing <laughs> for you defending your cause on your low-key bear obsession if you would have read it right. Well, you know, I just had that. It was kind of messed up on my uh, page here. But I should have actually had this information on that episode to kind of share with you guys. You know, I, I actually, uh, I like bears. As a kid, I used to get bear ornaments every year. Every year? Every year. If you look at my tree now, I have probably 10 to 12 bear ornaments. On your Christmas tree? Yeah, every year. Yeah, I have. Oh, wow. Still. I have to go ahead and take a look at that next time. Yeah. What's yeah. your favorite one? Uh, It's a bear shooting a basketball. Oh, cool. Okay, let's go to the next question here. What is an example of a topic that you came to like better after doing the history? Alex? I kind of did a cop out here because I couldn't remember anything. So I said Carousel Progress, because after doing the history on that, which we just did, uh, I definitely want to go back on it and uh, sit through the ride again. You probably, because you probably, what would you be looking for? Just, would you have the notes of the history right there, like in your pocket, like the pull oh. out? Like you're sitting there, you get on the ride and you're like, Whoop, and you're like, oh, I got my notes ready. Like you're going <laughs> to compare what's going on no, with I'll the just, ride itself. I'll just enjoy the history that the information they're feeding out to you. Okay. How about you, Jen? Um, I was trying to think there was one episode recently that I, I feel like I was like, wow, that's really cool. And I think it was Morocco. Like, I feel like I learned a lot from that episode that I can't wait to go back to Epcot and kind of stroll around there. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Uh, that was a good episode and there's definitely a lot. I think for me, any cruise episode. You know how you know how much I love the cruises, right? Any cruise episode after I'm done, after I was done like recording the episode. What'd you say, Alex? I said, Do you love cruises? Yeah, man. Sometimes <laughs> I sometimes I just listen to the episode and listen to the history of the cruises. 
Just joking. I, I, I probably should, though, because it probably makes, just make me want to go on the cruise itself. I was going to say the cruise episodes are just a big, giant hype uh, thing for you. Are you like you're you're done uh, recording them and then you, you know, walk out of the room and you're like, that's it. <laughs> We're going. Oh, yeah. And we <laughs> definitely need to get a Dis his cruise going. I know Disney cruises are expensive, right? But if we start saving, I think we can probably get one going. Okay, let's go to the next one. Uh, one restaurant that sucks. One restaurant that is your favorite in each park. So one restaurant that you don't like and one restaurant that you do like in each park. Oh, in each Alex, park. you want to do yours first? Oh my gosh, I didn't. I didn't see the each park part, so I just picked. One well, I know each. mine. If you want me, want me to go first? Now I'll go. I just I won't see each park because that's a lot. But okay, I'm gonna say the restaurant that I think is the worst restaurant in Disney World is Woody's Lunchbox. So many people like that one. I don't know how because, well, maybe because I went there too early, but the food wasn't great. There was no seating, no shade. It was just like, yeah. a, it was a hot mess. And uh, and then the restaurant that I love is Pecos Bill. Oh, I love Pecos Bill. Okay. So how about you, Jen? Do you want to go and say yours? So I don't, I do not like the Japanese restaurant in Epcot. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. No, because it's no, I'm talking about what is it? The the one that, that you the sit down the hibachi. Yeah. Oh, the hibachi one? Yeah. Okay. Remember the one that we we had a bad experience there one time. Remember? Were you with me with that? No. Rob's birthday? No, no. We remember that one we went for the candlelight and they kept on messing up my my order and they kept on having to bring it out. Like they kept on wanting like uh, a dessert was uh included in my package, right? So then I ordered a dessert and they came out with the wrong dessert and they ordered another dessert and they came out with the wrong dessert. Wasn't that they- China? Yes. Um, Tepan. I don't know how to say that, Steve, but that's the restaurant. That's the one? Tepan Ito. Is uh-huh. that it? it? Yeah. And it was good. It was fine. Like I liked the food there, you know, uh, and the, the manager was super nice about it. But I thought, is that what you're talking about? No, you're talking about the hibachi. Yeah, I'm talking okay. about the hibachi one. Okay. It was just because for the amount of money that you're spending on it, mm-hmm. it's you can go and eat at any of the any hibachi restaurant outside of Disney and get the exact same experience. I just don't mm-hmm. think it's worth it. Mm-hmm. So that's the one that I I could skip always, always, always. Uh, the restaurant that I my favorite. See, I mean, I guess I could go through each park. Um, I really like. Uh, Chefs de France. I do. I like that place a lot. And I, I would definitely go back there much more frequently than I have. Okay. What about you? So Magic Kingdom, I, I don't think any of them suck, any of the restaurants. You know, I wouldn't say that they're terrible restaurants. You know, I mean, I don't think a terrible restaurant or a sucky restaurant would be at Disney anywhere. But I mean, there's definitely some that are like my, my least favorites, I guess you can say. Uh, I didn't write any down, but I did write down pretty much my go to. At every park, Magic Kingdom, Pecos Bill, I love Pecos Bill. I love how you can kind of put as much toppings as you want on your meals. You know, uh, they took away the guacamole, which is kind of a bummer, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, Animal Magic Kingdom, Cuts. yeah, Animal Kingdom. Uh, they have that one quick service that's by Yak and Yeti. I love that place. It has yeah. like the um, orange chicken. I think it is. Has my like favorite egg rolls ever there. Uh, love that place. We whenever we go to Animal Kingdom, that's our go-to there. Uh, Epcot, um, I would say our go-to is probably the electric umbrella, uh, Epcot, you know, I like to eat around the world. So usually when we go there, we usually eat around the world. My favorite place to eat around the world is Germany. I love the the restaurant over at Germany. I love the experience there. It's a lot of fun. Uh, but usually when we're going to Epcot, I would say we don't usually eat at a restaurant. We, we go to the place where the, the land's at, like the, I think it's the land pavilion or whatever. What's the, what's that place where the land's at, Jen? It's, where you eat at Seasons, right? They have that Seasons restaurant down there, mm-hmm. I think it's called. And it's such a huge area where you can sit down and eat. We, we usually bring our lunch and we eat in that area at when we go to Epcot, I would say. Uh, those other restaurants I mentioned before, those are, we must, we go to those every time now. And over at Hollywood, Backlot Express, we're, we're, we're eating there all the time. I love the Backlot Express. You get free refills. You know, they have good food there. There's um, Veen food there. So that's, and, and it's really good prices. All the places that I mentioned are reasonably priced also. They're not like overly expensive or anything yeah. like that. So. Ever roll out of bed and feel like being a little bad? Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company has you covered with their Villain Wax Melt line. The Sea Hag Melt will have you wanting to use that body language like Ursula with its bouquet of roses, lily, lilacs, and sweet violets with undernotes of musk. 
If you feel like you're going to have a meltdown like Hades, throw in the Wax Melt Ruler of the Underworld, which will fill your home with smells of lavender, rosemary, lemon verbena, cinnamon, coriander, leather, amber, and hints of smoke. Or, if you just feel like you are just the evilest one of all, get yourself the Mistress of Evil Melt. These Maleficent-inspired melts will release a woodsy scent with its crisp pine needles, white fir, clove, patchouli, oak, and sugar pine. No matter how you're feeling, make sure to visit MagicallyScented.com to purchase a wide range of wax melts, candles, and room sprays, all made by three cheeky chicks. There are plenty of holiday sales that will allow you to buy any smell that fits your attitude. That's three cheeky chicks at MagicallyScented.com. So favorite attraction at each park, uh, Alex? Favorite attraction at each park. So I have uh, my favorite attraction at Animal Kingdom is Everest. Hence why I would ride it all day. Mm-hmm. Favorite attraction at Magic Kingdom is Space Mountain. Uh, love that one. My favorite attraction at Epcot is uh, Spaceship Earth. Not a lot of options there. Spaceship Earth is one of the best rides there at Epcot. And then favorite attraction at Hollywood Studios is Rock and Roller Coaster, which was a close second to riding all day. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, Jen, you know yours, or do you want me to do mine first? Um, go ahead and do yours. Okay, so my Magic Kingdom, I'm gonna go with like old Joe before I would ride roller coasters, and then like new Joe. Okay, uh, Small World. Uh, I love Small World. That's pre- was one of my most favorite rides at any of the parks, you know. Uh, but Big Thunder is definitely, you know, I would say like my new favorite. And say, there's so many good rides in Magic Kingdom. Uh, uh, Epcot, Spaceship Earth, and Soren. So I'm kind of doing two at each park. One that's kind of like more intense than the other one. Um, so Epcot, Spaceship Earth, Soarin'. So Animal Kingdom, Flight of Passage, and Hollywood Studios, Rise of the Resistance. It would be my favorite attraction. Okay, Jen, go ahead. Uh, all right. So let's go. Magic Kingdom, it's going to be Haunted Mansion because that's oh, always yeah. my all-time hands-down favorite. Uh, Epcot, it's going to be probably the Living Seas. Okay. The Living Seas. Just because, well, the Seas with Nemo. Oh, okay. You like that better than Soren? Oh, well, I mean, I guess I was thinking of it from a nostalgia thing. Uh, Yeah, maybe Soren. I like Soren better than Test Track. Okay. So, yeah, I'd go with Soren. Okay. okay, but let me go a layer deeper and say I like the old Soren, the California one. Oh, Ooh. okay. Uh, Let's see. So, Studios, it's going to be Tower Terror. Oh. Even and, over Rise? Yeah. Tower okay. Terror. And um, I mean, Rise is cool because it's new. Uh, and so then that leaves Animal Kingdom and that would be Everest. Yeah. Over Flight of Passage? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> I haven't been on uh, Rise yet. I don't know if it would knock off Rock and Roller Coaster, though, because I love ro- coasters. No, I don't think so. I don't think it will. Rock, I mean, if you like roller coasters, Rock and Roller Coaster is really good. And it's not nearly as thrilling as Rock and Roller Coaster, Rise of Resistance. So, okay. If you had to live at one resort from any park, which one would you pick? And these include the International Disney Resorts. Oh, wow. Oh, that's not fair. We don't know all those. Yeah, that's true. I think you should just pick from from here. Well, you can. You don't have to pick from the other ones. You can just pick from here. Well, mm-hmm. Alex, what did you pick? Um, I picked Polynesian Resort. Uh, I don't know if I stayed there. I don't think I have. Staying in the huts off the water would be amazing. Oh, man. That's pretty, that's pretty cool. And then then go eat at Ahana every night or oh, every other man. night. And I think it'd just be a, a nice place to live and go to Ahana and go back to your water hut yeah nice. hey, the water water huts uh where bungalow bungalows yeah the bungalows <laughs> we said water huts that's pretty funny <laughs> i kind of like that now that's what i call them from now on it's water huts hey let me get the let me get the the water hut room please <laughs> <laughs> the water hut uh okay how about you jen uh I would pick the cabins at the Wilderness Lodge, not for Wilderness, but Wilderness Lodge. Okay, the cab, like the cabin. You're talking about the um, what's it, what's the name of that place? The the Copper Creek. Yeah, the, the cabins on the water at Copper Creek. Yeah, those are really nice, man. That oh, was yeah. fun when we have to go check that out. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the Contemporary. I want to say the Contemporary. The monorail's right there. You see Magic Kingdom. I love the smell of the Contemporary. Right. I love the arcade they have there. I love the shops they have there. I love the food that they have there. So I'm going to say contemporary. 
Uh, I do want to thank our new patrons. We have new patrons yeah. this week, you know. Uh, Jared and Alexis, I want to say thank you guys for supporting us. You know, Jared's in here right now listening. Alexis would be here, but she's working, you know. Uh, happy to have you guys in our Discord chat to talk Disney. So I just want to say thank you guys so much for supporting us. Oh, also, I just want to say thank you to, you know, the patrons who have been supporting us from day one. You know, um, Tara, you know, Chris, Steve, Dane, like you guys have been, you know, you guys are constantly coming to our, you know, live shows. You guys are, um, you know, this has been a rough year overall because of the pandemic, right? And, uh, you know, our the Discord chat definitely, you know, lift me up, lifted me up on some of those days for sure. Talking with you guys, you guys being there, us hearing about your days, talking Disney with you guys. Um, so I just wanted to say, you know, thank you guys so much for supporting us from day one. Uh, means the world to us. Uh, you know, when, when we first started this show, I didn't think that we were going to have, you know, I didn't think it was going to be much, but you guys made us feel special for sure. And thank you guys. Yeah, thank you a lot. I didn't think this was going to last past two months, but you know, here we are. 100th episode. Yeah. Super, yeah. super, super thankful, grateful for all of our support and just really appreciate the fact that everybody kind of likes listening to us hang out and talk about Disney. That's a pretty cool thing, you know? Who knew? Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're over on Sorcerer Radio, which was awesome for us that 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 was pretty cool for us to be on that awesome station. Yeah. I remember sitting around there and then talking with Jen. I was like, Jen, you know, we might be on Sorcerer's Radio. And she was like, what? Are you sure? And because she, that's some, that's a station that she actually listened to before for a while. Right, Jen? Yeah. That was part of my whole guilty pleasure Disney music thing was Sorcerer Radio. Yeah. So, and I just want to make an announcement. Hopefully I talked to Joey today and hopefully we'll be having Joey back on, you know, regularly couple times a month because Joey's funny. He's a good guy. Uh, and, you know, if you want to go ahead and join our Patreon and join our Discord chat, go ahead and go to Patreon uh, slash this is 65. And, you know, for a low $2 a month, you can go ahead and join our Discord chat. You can go ahead and en- be entered into our giveaways, you know, for wax melts. And, you know, also some of our awesome Patreon members have done giveaways for us. That's pretty much it. You guys ready to end it? Yeah. Okay. So that's the his on the his. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. Thanks for listening and have a magical week. Please follow us on all social media by searching DizHis65. Share us and subscribe to our podcast to get the latest show when it is available. If you want to help us out, get tips, get your memories shared on the podcast, see pictures and videos of what we are up to at the parks, join our goof troop on patreon.com and search for DizHis. Hey.